Hello, everybody, and welcome to The Boost. Happy Secular New Year, January, I think it's the third Monday. It's the first work day, first weekday from the new year. Happy New Year, everybody. You know, it's so important to, I find at least, this is my opinion, any chance you have to grow is jump on it. Some people, their new year is a religious new year. Some people, their new year is a calendar new year. It doesn't matter. I mean, it matters, but for growth, whatever you can get on, get on. Whatever bandwagon's available for growth, in, within reason, take it. New Year's is a great opportunity to grow. It's a time of, of newness, of freshness, of, of restart. People have a different mentality. There's something about the end and the beginning that is a window of growth. We've been talking a lot about this idea of plenty, of famine, of thinking, of using time to predict, understand, figure out how to get stronger. And New Year's is a great opportunity for someone to figure out, especially in a part of their lives that is aligned with the calendar, to figure out how to get better, to take a chance at starting from scratch, to start a relationship off from scratch, to make amends, to make a turn, to start something, to make something better. New Year's. It's the beginning of a new year. And whenever there's a beginning of anything, it's a new opportunity. So what I wanted to do is, I did this last year also. It's, it's aligned what we've been talking about. It's a little bit of a digression, but it's aligned. So stick with me. I wanted to talk about my favorite subject, which is New Year's resolutions. The complete and utter failure. The fatal brokenness of a New Year's resolution and why most people just totally blow a chance of growth by making a New Year's resolution. So as you know, most people or many people during this period of time make some sort of resolution, whether it's an official one or they write it down or they tell people or they just sort of like think it to themselves. This year I'm going to get healthier. This year I'm going to be better. This year, especially now with what's going on in the world, now I realize I appreciate my family more. Now I know i got to do more meaningful things. This year I'm going to go here for the first time. I'm going to do it. Everyone's very brave at the end of December. Just like everyone's very brave when they get to bed at night. You know, I've done this before. Right? You get to bed at night, you're like, I'm waking up early. I'm going to write my book, and then I'm going to do my taxes, and I'm going to run a marathon, right? And it'll all be way before everybody gets up, right? And then the alarm goes off in the morning, and then all those brave souls are less brave. You know, one of the, one of the best advice I've ever got, listen to this. This is, this, is, this is enough. This is enough. This advice that I got from somebody is awesome. He said to me once, I'll never forget, I was, it was a long story, it's on a plane with a guy from, a, from an army guy, it's a long story. If you, if you guys, the guys who went on the trip with me, you heard the 45-minute the version of him, but either way. He was an army dude, he was like an old army guy. He got mad at me because I was getting up too late. Too late means after 5 a.m. He was appalled at someone so young getting up so late. A man at my age when I met him, should never be sleeping past 5 a.m., as he says. So he was giving me advice. This is great. 
great. This is giving me advice um, how, as to how to wake up in the morning. And here's what he says. He says, you have to convince yourself and you have to remind yourself that laying down makes you feel more tired than you actually are. It's a real truism, right? When you wake up in the morning and you're laying down and you're like, I'm exhausted. You're not exhausted. You're laying down. The position of being flat makes you feel more exhausted than you actually are. Which is why if you ever had to force yourself up from that position, you and then by the time you finish getting dressed, you realize, hey, I wasn't as tired as I thought I was four minutes ago. I think about that all the time. I'm not telling you when I get up, but I think about that all the time. But you see, people are superstars at night, right? In the morning, it's hard. December, everyone's making these resolutions. Now it's January. Now it's time to do it. Now it's waking up time. But the issue is that resolutions are inherently flawed. Just to give you some stats, University of Scranton. Every year, 60% of Americans make resolutions. 60%. Out of that 60%, the amount that keep it over any significant period of time is eight. Eight. Eight percent of the 60. Not eight percent of everybody. Of just the 60 that make resolutions, eight percent actually keep those resolutions. Why? Because resolutions are flawed. Resolution is a promise that you make to yourself. You resolve to do something. But it comes at the wrong... It it hits the wrong part of your mind. You see, there's a reason why you're not eating right. There's a reason why you're not spending more time with your family. There's a reason why you're not able to grow that company. There's a reason why you're not engaged in things that are more meaningful. That reason is nestled into your neuroplasticity. It's, it's, there's a mind map in your head right now that is causing you to get triggered and sending you to a place that makes you eat wrong or do this or do that. Sometimes you get stuck in a bad behavior. This happened to somebody I know recently. He got stuck in something. He started doing something dumb and he just got, kept on doing it and now he's stuck. He's... I don't want to say addicted, but he's conditioned himself to do something. And every time he gets triggered to do it, he does it. Or many times a week he does it. He didn't have it two years ago, but now he's in the habit, in the mindset of doing something. means that in your brain, there is a cue, there's a trigger. And that cue has created a habit, has created an action that's connected to it. So if you can picture with me what's going on in your mind, I'm obviously oversimplifying, is that in your mind there's a a trigger moment. And that trigger is now connected to an action. And every time you do it, you just make the trigger tighter and stronger. And so when you pass by that fridge, you reach in, and every time you do, you just eat it or just say it or you don't do it. You You were so good doing this, but now that when this is on, you just go there. Or when you pass by that thing, you you didn't do it enough times, then now when you pass by that room that you work out or you pray, whatever it is, you now you've passed by and not and you haven't done it so long that as you pass by what was a good trigger, the trigger's gone. 
So we have to begin, and I want to do this week. I want to begin to really talk about this and getting underneath it. Is we have to realize what what the problem is with our resolutions so that we can start to build a way to, to make changes. We can start to navigate around why resolutions don't work, but there are things that do work that we've spoken about on the show before, but it's worth the review, and it's we're going to delve into deeper parts for those that are, have heard this before, and those that are new, it's worth the review to go through it. So in our minds are these these complex relationships between these triggers and between these either actions or inactions. And it's it's working. We're we're not happy, but our brain's functioning with it. Right? I'm not happy that I haven't worked out. I'm not happy that I haven't gone to that place. I'm not happy that I don't spend more time, but I'm still here. I'm settling. I'm surviving. I'm I settled for good. Now, your brain isn't thinking about guilty feelings. Your brain's a computer. Your brain isn't your soul. It doesn't judge your actions. It just, it's a computer. It's a code. And so, it keeps on going. And you don't care about it enough to change it. Because if you did, you wouldn't need a resolution. If you really wanted to change it, you'd change it in November. You don't need January 1st to tell you to fix something that you really wanted to fix. So here's what happens. We have this map in our head that basically leads us down a path neurologically and conditions us there. And we have this deep down desire to let it keep on going. We don't want to say it out loud, but it's true. Because if we didn't want to keep it going, we would have stopped it a long time ago. So I don't really want to work out. I don't really want to not eat. I don't really want to go there now. I know I want to say I want to spend time with my family, but if I did, I would have spent time with my family. I really want to do what I'm doing, which is whatever. Work harder to make more money to whatever. So before we get into which we can do this week, I want to just sort of like be real with it for a second. Because if we jump into why it works what to do about it without understanding what doesn't work, then we sort of lose the the process. We got to begin by appreciating the flaws of a resolution. And the flaws of the resolution is that it doesn't really fix what's going on. The fact that I resolved, that I said I'm going to do something that I don't deep down want to do, I just feel guilty that now I'm in a, the the, the clock changed and now the calendar changed and I really should lose the weight. I really should. I really should go there. I really should be that guy. I really should. I really should is, is the code for I don't really want to. But because of some larger event, I feel guilty not doing it. I really should. But I don't want to. 
But we don't say, I don't want to. So we just say, this year I'm going to do it. But the problem is, is that our brain's like, yeah, I don't know what you're talking about because I got a map telling me to go left. So you can say you want to go right any, as much as you want. But deep down, I know to go left. I know the trigger sends me this way. And if you really wanted to do it, you would have done it before. And so what happens is we get to a new period of time. We say the things we're supposed to say. We take a few steps in the right direction. We want it deep, deep, deep down. We want it. And then as soon as that feeling of newness goes away, right around late January, the normal map just keeps on triggering and we just can't muster up the strength to fight that neuro connection. So we try and we try and we try and we try and then by February we're back to where we are. How do we save it? We'll talk about it. Couple of service announcements on the boost. If you if you noticed, we moved away from Zoom. Just was a little bit easier for people. We're now only on YouTube and on Facebook. Make sure you subscribe to the Momentum channel so you can get it all the time. Um, click on the bell, select all, and then you'll get the notifications when we're on. So we're looking forward to seeing you on on YouTube and Facebook every Monday to Thursday at 9 a.m. All right, everybody. Looking forward to seeing you tomorrow. Welcome back. And we're going to really try to get into why resolutions don't work and what we can do about it. All right. Have a great day. And with God's help, I can't wait to see you again tomorrow. Have a great day. Living on a lifeline. The world doesn't ever seem to change. Looking for the sunshine. But you're caught up in the rain. It's like your eyes are wide open, but you cannot see. You're watching life. Pass you by like one, two, three Walking in destruction The winds of life blur your vision All the devastation Forever feels like you're on the run It's time No one else can set you free You're locked inside And only you